0: Hello, my name is Maris Macellis and welcome to my show, Critical Root Zone, where we dig deep with inquiring minds to get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust while supporting all voices on our journey to a climate positive planet. For the following 4 episodes series, we'll be talking to Tennessee House Representative Bob Freeman. Bob has a degree in construction management from Middle Tennessee State University. He got his master's in sustainability at Lipscomb University. VP at Freeman Webb, he served on the board of the Tennessee Environmental Council, Southern Alliance for Clean Energy, Metro Sustainability Advisory Committee, and more. Too many more for me to say because I wouldn't, it would just be a lot of words. <laughs> Bob is my friend who I trust. He's a loving husband and a great dad. And we share love for martial arts which you'll know more about later. So you might ask, why do we wanna talk to this guy, Bob Freeman? Well, I'll tell you. After years of doing my own personal research and life improvements to do my part to protect Mother Earth, I truly believe that the only way to create lasting, unified change is through policy. We're gonna discuss the ways in which this happens, the process, and how my generation and those to come can feel empowered and heard. So without further ado, welcome, Bob, to the Critical Root Zone. back guys uh we're still kicking it with bob freeman tennessee house representative um we're in the third episode now we're getting into the thick of it so uh we we covered how bob and i know each other who he is why he's important why why y'all should know who he is in tennessee especially um episode one and then episode two this the previous one i don't feel like the numbers are right but in the previous episode we talked more about policy and about um, how to get your voice heard and at least looking into what you're passionate about, researching, finding ways to connect with people in the community. And now we're going to get into how to vote for policy versus uh, politics or, you know, we all know how to vote for the president. We all know when that comes around, but voting for policy and the things that we're passionate about. So without further ado, we're going we're gonna to pick Bob's brain a little bit more about, about exactly that. Um I will say that people my age feel um, powerless, I should say. We feel powerless, right? Um, We don't know how to say what we want or we kind of give up in that respect. And voting, we touched on this in episode one, I missed a primary and I feel silly because I was like, wait, this is is now my stuff. You know, this is what I want to be better at. And I got a phone call literally the day and was like, hey, are you voting? I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm going to try. So like, if, I, if you were me, where would you start with this whole voting situation and what's, you know...
1: Well, I mean, first and foremost, vote. I mean, that that's it because um, the, the, the reality is elected officials are trying to get elected yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're going to talk to people who vote and they're going to listen to people who vote. And um, so mm-hmm. by just voting, you will show up on lists of likely voters, likely turnout voters. And so you'll get more... You'll get more knowledge and more contact just by voting. Yeah. So, so that's number one.
0: Vote number one. Vote number one. <laughs> number
1: two, make sure uh, that that your your issues are, are understood. Um, the 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 one that I always like to to share is if you poll um, cannabis legalization, uh, either medical or recreational, across our state, it's anywhere from sixty to eighty percent popular. Mm-hmm. So. Eight out of ten people want to legalize cannabis in the state of Tennessee. Uh, it can't get out of committee, meaning it can't get six votes. So we have a minority of representatives um, representing a view that doesn't reflect That's their constituents. majority. Right. Right. And so by people not asking about it and it not becoming campaign issues, it never comes up. So people get to be quiet And if they can, if they're totally against ever legalizing cannabis and they never have to answer the question, then the voters never know where they stand on it. So when they vote on it, it's a surprise. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that carries over to everything. Environmental policy, uh, you know, women's rights issues, healthcare, all of these, all of these items, um, you need to ask and you need to, you need to be, um, you need to be polite, but you need to ask, you need to, you need to ask people where they stand uh, every single person who serves in this Tennessee State House of reps and the state Senate works for all of your listeners. yeah, full stop. Yeah, they don't work for themselves, right. They are representing their constituents. They are representing the people of Tennessee. And uh, we are elected not to do exactly what everybody says. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna agree with everybody, but I'm gonna listen to everybody, and i'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that your views are heard and that as I'm making a decision that it goes into my calculus. Um, and that's how you get engaged and that's how you understand. You've got to ask the direct questions.
0: And then, so these to vote for you, right? Mm -hmm. You said, we talked about how you have two year terms and this year coming up in August. Yes. So what other, what other election, like what should, what else should we be on the lookout for if we're going to be voting again for you or, you know, whoever else is out there. So like what's coming up, what,
1: what's coming up? So, so, uh, (laughs) so we have, we have, uh, we have state and federal, uh, elections um, on the same ticket. And then we have municipal elections, usually in an off cycle. So we'll have, uh, we'll have this year. We had all of our judges races uh, a couple of months ago, which was uh, what? First of end of May or what? I don't even know what month it is. March, so oh yeah, no, April. So a couple, it was, yeah. it was
0: recent. Yeah. So that, it was, it was that this that month. Primary was, yeah. was recent. Yeah. It's okay.
1: You, you kind of you, let you, track <laughs> of time. So it was this month. So we have, we have our, uh, our primary elections, so, which are partisan primary elections in May. And then all those judicial races plus the DA will be on the ballot in August, which is the primary for all the partisan statewide elections. So that's uh, state house, state Senate, if it's up, uh, US Congress, uh, US Senate, if it's up, uh, governor, Christ. yeah, governor. And then if it's a presidential race, it'll be president. So every single uh, elected body that you can think of there, there's a chance that it can all be up. Um, the Senate races are every other year based on the numbers. I don't know what it is. I think it's every other year is even the other, the, and then it's odd, uh, state state Senate seats, state house races are up every year. Uh, us Congress are up every year. Um, presidents obviously up every four years along with governor. um, they
0: state houses every year.
1: Every, every well, every four, every election cycle. So okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. That's good. Every two years, okay. but it's every election cycle. So yeah, yeah. You will have an election cycle, non-election cycle, election cycle, non-election mm-hmm. cycle, and in the off-cycle years, you will have um, municipal races. So and that's like mayors, the council council mayors races, um, and those, at least in Nashville, are nonpartisan. So you will have a primary which is to get if they're you know five people you get the top two vote getters mm. and then they will go into a runoff right uh and that runoff is i think 45 ish days after and so you, we're going to
0: have that from this most recent primary you're
1: going to have the top will, people right? you will have you, you will have the most recent people in august who won their primaries that will be running for statewide office so next year you'll have all your council races um Mayor's race, interesting.
0: And now council. The, I didn't know anything about that until a few years ago. Council members, is that like, is that everywhere? Council members, uh,
1: everywhere. Where? What do you in, mean? In,
0: in every state or any every.
1: So they're called aldermen in some areas. They're called uh, committee members or committee men or uh, council members. They're they're different names, but it's it's a governing body. It's the legislative body. If you think of government as. Legislative, judicial, executive. We're the the state house and state senate is the legislative, judicial is, you know, courts and Mm -hmm. Supreme Court. Right. And then executives, governors and office. On a municipal level, the council is the legislative body, Mm. Uh, mayor's office is the executive. So it's, it's the same kind of split.
0: So municipal. And the council members that we have, which you said we have like 40. I
1: think it's 40. And
0: it's by district. Yes. Now getting to know those people is great. Yes. Getting to know your your council members because yeah. they they report directly, or you know, that's just I feel like I'm looking at the big tree. I'm looking at the roots, right? right? Like I'm looking at the the scheme of things. And so if you're if you know the council members and you can get your point across to them, they're also spreading to you guys like, are they sort
1: of, so we, we do work together a little bit, but, um,
0: is it more like a, a specific, specific issues within your, like your, your immediate area? Yeah. And cause it's just so confusing to me. I'm like, okay, well, if I have an issue that's big about sustainability, right. I'm going to you. Like I'm going And see, I
1: always, I always recommend anybody that knows me, I ask them or tell them, ask me, I will help navigate if, mm. if I can't solve the problem. Um, You're about it's a to federal, have so many emails. It's a, I, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. I really am. If I can't help you yeah. I'll, and it's a federal issue, I'll connect you with the correct federal person. Right. If it's a municipal issue, um, I can call Metro and or a council member and see if we can get it solved. Um, but, Metro. Yeah, but you've got to, I mean, the, the problem that you see in, in a lot of politics is a lot of this. Is you know, it's not my problem, it's their problem. And then you get to them and they go back and it's not oh, my yeah, problem. Oh, yeah, that's it's real fun. Problem. Yeah. And so you end up with this kind of circular, you know, problem solving or problem trying to figure out how to solve a problem. Yeah. And um, so yeah, any anything happy to help. Call your state rep, call who call whoever you have the best relationship with. And and they should be able they, to help they you. They should be able to help you. And if they can't, they should be able to direct you. To the right place to get your problem fixed. Yeah. So
0: man, it's it, it it takes effort. It takes it takes work. Right. And and I personally feel like it's worth it. I feel like I feel like I have purpose being here because I'm I'm more involved and because I know more about where I live. I know that I know that I have a voice more than others sometimes. So I take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. I think that is a personal responsibility because. I, don't, I just don't think everyone has the luxuries that I have. I have a lot of privileges that other people don't have. And we could go into there. You know, we can go into that. It's um, the level of how much money you have. Sure. Right? Uh, wealth is power. Um, wealth is where change can get created. You don't have sure. money. It's hard to create change. Right. Um,
1: well, and, and so, uh, I'm, I mean, this is maybe way off the line of what we're trying to talk about. But Go there. When, when, um, when the government was created... It was created to remove, um, in some instances, and well, you can actually debate that whether that's true or not. But the the idea uh, and and the, the the deep idea of how government is created is where we're a representative government. Right. It should remove uh, the benefits of power and wealth. If every single person votes, uh, they get to elect people that can represent them. What's happening is uh, because. Wealthy interest groups have decided they're going to muddy the waters. They're going to make you feel so powerless that you don't go vote. They're going to make mm-hmm. a whole group of people uh, feel like they don't have a voice, so they're just going to completely disengage and just feel completely helpless. And when that happens, um, special interest groups and large money can swing elections. And if we have 10% of the populace voting... Uh, it's easy to swing an election. Yeah. When you get the power back is when you have every single person who can vote turning out to vote. And every single elected official has to answer to all of them, mm. not just the the wealthy 5%, 10% that fund their campaigns and 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 show up and tell them what to do. It's everybody. It's every single Tennessean, every single It's every single American. And that's how we turn the power.
0: And I mean, and getting everybody – the ability to vote sure. because I, I don't, I'm not well versed on what's happening at this point, but I know that there was a lot going on about voting about sure. not being able to mail in your vote. And what about, you know, the elderly and what about there? Right. Wasn't it recently? That was an sure. issue.
1: Yeah. We removed the, the ability to automatically send out absentee ballots for people um, under 65. So you have people who are, you know, 50, uh, 50, Living in a retirement facility with their elder spouse, and maybe they're unable to get out. They can't. They can't automatically get an absentee ballot. Um, students, if you're 18 and you get your, if you register to vote, you go off to college. If you've not voted in person, uh, you can't. You can't get an absentee ballot wherever you live. Yeah. If you're a felon, um, you can't vote. You lose your voting rights. Man. Um, and the process, I mean, without without great privilege, um, um, without great privilege and, and somebody really pulling strings for you, which I mean, there are plenty of examples of wealthy, well-connected people who get felonies and they get the felony dropped, So they get their voting rights back where your average person, they don't have that ability. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know how to go about it, and they end up never having a voice again. And so decisions are made that allow them to um, to continue to be second class citizens. Oh. There's a there's a great book called uh, The New Jim Crow, and it talks a lot about um, mm. exactly what that policy of of not allowing felons to to vote has been. Um, felons can, in some instances, not get loans. Um, they um, can
0: my, be my roommate. I mean, yeah, I'm be, not going to say his name, but my my brother, like yeah. he's 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 changed his life for the right. better, and he's a good he's a right. good human. He's got a kid, right? You know, he deserves a voice. Sure, he can't do jack shit. Right.
1: Well, he and can't you, do you can you can be restricted work, you can restricted, you know, getting a mortgage, you can be restricted voting. So changing that. These, like right. How do We change That's that, right. you know. Well, and so what we've done is we've tried we've tried to make it easier to uh, have you know once you serve time, if 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 you go through the the the, the whole process, you get. Sent to wherever, and you serve your time, and you get out. If you're good enough to get out, you should be able to vote again.
0: Well, the whole process of of transition, I know. Just this is a, this is a t- hot topic. Transitioning people from out of prison or what or jail, they don't have a, sh- a fighting chance. Sure. So then, of course, you go back to criminal activity. Right. And of course, you get you get roped in with the wrong stuff because. What, what, why should I even try?
1: Yeah, right. Well, and and what we have is there was a there was a great campaign not too long ago that was uh, ban the box, and so there's a box on most applications. Have you ever been committed? Have you ever committed a felony? Yes or no. And um, mm, and so it, it was a box. lot. A lot of business leaders led the charge to be you know show what best practices are to ban the box. And if you're not dealing with large amounts of cash and or, um, you know, vulnerable population, what difference does it make? I mean, why should I be able to not get a job because I committed a felony 15 years ago because I was trying to feed my family and sometimes it was even, you know, for not innocent reasons, but, uh, many times it is. And many times it's our, you know, the, 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 the low income folks that don't have proper representation that get the book thrown at them.
0: So voting, voting. Yeah, if you're young, I mean, y- you should be able to vote. You should go and figure out how to get your voters voters registration. Where your nearest precinct? Yes. Precinct. Look at me. Um, I just got my voters registration in the mail, so I'm like, yes, I'm on there. I'm in the system. Can't can't. You can always find me. No, but um, if you have the ability to do it, you got to do it. And that's that's a personal. Goal of my own is to just be more aware of when these elections are happening. And like you said, you can dumb it down. Find, find who your district representative is. Find who your house and who your reps are instead of looking at the giant big picture. And so the next one to look out for August. That's it. And that was that. Is there a name for that one? Like the uh, it's name
1: for the that? It's the August uh, statewide primaries.
0: Statewide but, primaries.
1: But I, I want to add one thing to it. And and whenever I go vote, I, I recognize how fortunate I am to have the opportunity to vote. Mm. And not too long ago, um, there were whole groups of people that could not vote. Full stop. They could not vote. Women, people of color, could not vote. And um, we have fought to get. Um, to get the ability for everybody to vote and not voting because of whatever reason um, go vote yeah. have your vote make sure your voice is heard uh, early vote if you need to um, you know mm-hmm. you're you're supposed to get time off work uh, if you right. want to go vote on election day but the sacrifices that have been made in this country to ensure that everyone can vote are um, it, you know i think being disrespected if you just decide not to vote yeah. um you've you've got to go make sure that you're being represented
0: i'm so glad you said that yeah awesome all right so Go vote, people. Go vote. (laughs) Go vote. (laughs) Truly. So, what do you guys think about voting, man? Does your vote count? Stay tuned for the next episode where we get deeper into the Root Zone with Bob Freeman, and we're going to continue talking about policy and making votes count. Um, Don't forget, you can shoot me an email at criticalrootzone at gmail.com, because I'd love to hear from you, whether or not you have something to say about this podcast, you have a question for me, for Bob, I'll connect you. Um, But I want to hear from you, because your voice matters. And until the next episode on CRZ, just remember to Ask questions, inspire others to be better, and together anything is possible. All right, see you next time. Thank you for listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Critical Root Zone is produced in Nashville, Tennessee. Copyright 2022.